I hit Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better I live in this here town. And the more they try to grind you down, the better I like Vancouver town. Welcome back to another episode of Vancouver Places, where we tell you fun, interesting stories about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, that you must not miss. As always, we have Graham Menzies and Dave Dorgie. How are you guys doing tonight? Awesome. Doing really good. Thanks, Mike. You guys got your wine. We're all ready to go. We're going to talk. Well, um, no, gin. 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 Yeah. Okay. Is, that, is that, are you drinking, Graham, let's hear that sound again. Yeah, I'm drinking gin. Is, it, is this a lead-in for something? Is this... I'm having a G and T. Usually, I'm having a bottle of champagne, a little Moet Chandon, as one does. Now, is shaken not stirred? Is that a you're going to talk about gin and Bond work? Is or gin is gin a big part of a martini? Yeah, gin. Yeah, you. Well, I think Bond usually has a vodka martini, but I think he, there's also a gin martini that Bond has. I think it's called the. Uh, uh, okay, I'm on the spot now. I want to say Vesper. What's the name of his girlfriend? Vespa. Vesper. Uh, Vespa's the motorcycle. Okay, I don't know. Um, anyways, anyway, there there is a bond. Uh, there is a bond cocktail that's made with gin. Well, in case our listeners haven't guessed, uh, there's a recurring theme to our last twenty seconds of babbling, and that's gin. Yeah. So, what are we talking about tonight, Graham? <laughs> well, I think this <laughs> is the longest leading we wow. had. That was yeah. Wow, that was long. Anyway, we're talking yeah. about the long table. Long table. Distillery. Long table long distillery. Table distillery. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. my friend Charles Tremune, who owns it and runs it. It's um, on Hornby Street. It's uh, kind of there. There's a lot of development going down around there now, um, digging up roads and underneath the Granville Street Bridge, kind of. But the actual um, address is 1451 Hornby. And we got the address wrong in our book, 111 places, for a whole bunch of reasons that I won't get into. But it's a cool, it's a cool place to go. Charles Tremune has been a friend of mine for about 35 years. And just a real cool marketing guy that had a bunch of different jobs, different marketing jobs. For different, he worked for Nature's Path, and he worked at UBC teaching computer sciences. And he always, he always told me, my dream is to get my own brand. And then he came up with the idea of a gin distillery, and he became Vancouver's first micro distillery, Graham. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's something cool. to and say because I think there's a lot of micro distilleries in the city now. We, everyone knows about the, yeah. micro, the craft brewers and I think the micro distilleries are, there's a bunch of them out there now. So it's cool to be the first. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, he's also had an advantage to be the first because he was the first one, I think, to get some of the international press uh, yeah. too, wasn't he, Dave? Didn't he, I can't remember, but he was like mentioned in London, I think. Well, he, was he like went over to London and yeah, he told me when he got back from London that uh, the people there, they love, they just, Love the aura of British Columbia and the ocean and the clean water and all of the different trees where the uh, the botanicals come the from. Botanicals. And um, it's all I, about I was, the botanicals. I, I was visiting with him once, and the phone rang. He goes, "Excuse me, it's one of my um, juniper pickers or something." And I guess he has people that go out in the forest. And I don't know if they pick them off the trees or wait for them to fall. I don't even know that. I wouldn't know what a juniper was if it hit me in the head. I know it falls <laughs> off a tree. It's <laughs> And it gives, it's the main botanical in gin is the juniper. And um, Graham, can you taste that in the gin that you're drinking right now? I the can. juniper flavor? I can. I can taste the juniper and I can taste the quinine in, yep. in my tonic water. What is a, what's a quinine? The, I'm glad you asked, Mike. <laughs> so the, the quinine, so the gin and tonic. It's gin and it's tonic water. Well, thank you for that. That's really interesting. <laughs> is that illuminating? 
And the quinine in the olden times, like in the 1800s, was dissolved into carbonated water, which is the, the tonic water. And it, that's what gives tonic water that kind of funny taste ah. is the, the quinine. And the quinine was, was people wanted to drink quinine to help fight malaria. So it was in the tropics, you know, you're in Singapore or you're wherever, and you got malaria going on and the doctors are telling you, you need to drink, take quinine and we'll put it into this water, which kind of will carbonate it and it tastes a little, mm, yeah, you know, yeah. not all that great. And people say, well, okay, well, if it's got a taste, nah, I may as well put some gin in with it. <laughs> <laughs> to make it taste better. And people said, hey, you know, this medicine, it's pretty damn good. And hence the gin and tonic. But, but back then, you, I you bet get a good tonic, you, you still have the quinine in it and it has that nice. So it's, it's actually medicinal, Mike, is what I'm saying. This is good for your health. I bet a lot of people that became real alcoholics thought that it was just medicine back then. And now, now there's a distinction between medicine and booze, but back a hundred years in this ago, house, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you, that's why you've had a cold ever since I've known you. But now if you, um, if you are near downtown Vancouver, underneath the Granville street bridge there in Hornby, and he's got a really, it's, it's worth going in for about three or four reasons. The first reason is he's got a big long table and that's what it's named after with the live edge. And you can sit there then to see the still, um, uh, you call it a still, don't you? What what um, gin comes out of? Yeah, I yeah. think so. It is a big. That's what copper, I call my still in the front hallway. <laughs> it's a big copper round pot with all sorts of little tiny pot or portholes in it, valves. Um, you know, it looks uh, like gauges. it's from a Jules Verne uh, submarine or something. It's kind of yeah. cool. It's it's steampunky. Yeah, I've seen it, around. I had no idea it was called a still actually. And uh, Charles is really a friendly, um, just a really affable, nice guy that loves to show it off. Uh, to uh, you know, to go in there and meet him, and his wife Rita. There, it's it's just the couple that started this ambitious business, and then became really successful, and now are recognized all over the world. And so. Yeah. He used to have food trucks there on Thursday and Friday nights. I don't know if he still does that, but it's a cool place to go and buy it, learn about it. And then he has sippings and tastings and he's really active on social media. He's a great marketer and a smart guy. I mean, I just watched it grow over the last seven or eight years to a, to a brand that I go, I go into BC liquor stores now and you see Gilby's. What are the other brands of gin that Gilby's is the one I think of? Well, you know, I always used to like back in the day. I was all for the the Bombay. No, I didn't know Sapphire. Sapphire, yes, Bombay Sapphire. I liked that one mostly. I have to admit, I'm a bit of a sucker on the marketing side, and I really just (laughs) kind of like the blue bottle. Right. Well, Charles has got a nice bottle, but it does taste good. Yeah. Yeah. Bombay Sapphire. The Hendrix, I have to say, is one of my favorites. That's from Scotland. So you are you are. I also have a very. You know your stuff. Yes, you, know you can call stuff. me one if you wish. I don't think I am, but I, uh, I enjoy being referred to as such. Thank you. But <laughs> Hendrix also has a very attractive bottle, and I like their marketing. So the three, three things for me is, is the bottle attractive? Is the marketing appealing? And does it taste good? So you get three out of three of those for me. Some people just care about taste, but, you know, yeah. I'm a little different. Yeah. There's also another one I got to say is that I like, um, and uh, friends from Alberta will appreciate this, but just outside of Calgary in Turner Valley, there's a place called Eau Claire Distillery. Also very good for gin. And up in Pemberton, there's the Schramm Distillery. Uh, they make what a good you, gin as well. What would you call someone that's a, that's a connoisseur of gin? Now, if, if you're a connoisseur of wine, you're an enophile. Did you know that? No, I just I called them winos. But it, I, I wonder what someone that, that's, that is a sommelier is... They know it. Yeah. Yeah. Genophile. Um, A genophile. A genius. A genius. 
<laughs> that's what I'm going with. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, let's just stick with that. Genius. Geniuses. Yeah. Well, uh, Long Table Distillery. Now, there's another There's another cool There's a cool park um, right underneath the bridge there that has a 80-foot-long table out front, but that has nothing to do with Charles's name. And uh, he came up with the name. Uh, I, I remember when he bounced it off of me and uh, thinking it'd be a great, he, he was going to call the place the Black Sheep, but there were mm. some licensing issues and somebody else had that name. And I think Long Table is the perfect name. And when you go in there, there's this big welcoming long table that you can sit around. And, and at the park across the street is a massive long table. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. I like his, uh, he's got the London Dry Gin. That's a, that's a good one. That's probably my, my go-to. You, you've doused, I, I, when I came to your place, I saw about 30 of those bottles that <laughs> you're recycling. <laughs> He's also got the cucumber gin. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. And an attractive bottle. So that's also appealing to me. <laughs> and then the barrel-aged gin. That one, I actually don't know that well. I'll, well, I'll I think have to, we'll he, have to go he, down there again. And, he came and, up with the line, I will serve no gin before it's time. And then um, I think someone stole it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Well, yeah, there you go. But you know what, Dave? Uh, Christmas time is upon us. And, you know, typically this would be a time of the year when you'd be uh, going to your office party. Maybe you're not in the present circumstances. Maybe it's uh, more at home. But in either case, one should have a good Christmas uh, martini recipe. I bet, I bet you have a recipe. Something I feel, I do. A, I feel the, a recipe respite. So, yes. Yeah. So here's my, my Christmas uh, gin martini. Uh, recipe cranberry martini so you can make a cranberry oh. martini 50 milliliters of gin plus 30 milliliters of lemon juice another 30 milliliters of contro 50 milliliters of cranberry juice put that in a big glass with some ice cubes shake it all up and then pour it out through a strainer into a nice little martini glass and put a little slice of orange on there. Aren't you the host with the most? I <laughs> I would just love to just slip on a pair of you know cozy slippers and sit by the fire well, with you and you just know, kind of come count, on over. Count you the gin bottles in your recycling bin. Yeah. Bring your bottles of gin, and I'll provide the orange slice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the wisdom on gin, because obviously Dave and I do not know as much as you do about it. Hey, one other thing I wanted to mention. You know what else they've got uh, down at Long Table? Hand sanitizer. Wow. Uh, I think he was one of the first people on that. You remember months and months ago now <laughs> when well, this whole pandemic thing started unfolding. Uh, there were a lot of people were trying to, they were afraid that it was going to sell out. And I think Charles was uh, one of the first to get in there and do that. Well, it's a, it's a byproduct. Stills make alcohol and alcohol is the main ingredient. In yeah. Now, Graham, what I want to make really clear to you right now, just listen very carefully, please. Don't okay. try to drink that hand sanitizer right oh, now. Oh, damn. Please. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> Because, you know, with a piece of cucumber or a slice of orange. I don't know. Charles, Charles is, uh, it's is finger really licking into, good, Dave. Charles is really into uh, community initiatives and to uh, helping us get through this pandemic. And, uh, and several distilleries are pitching in. And I think that he was in the forefront of, uh, of, of repurposing the still, not to make um, gin, but to make hand sanitizer. It's finger Fantastic. licking good. That was a good line. Fantastic. I, I wish I'd said that. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> it is the cool product for the year. Is there anything else, any last remaining thoughts on Long Table Distillery? Nope. 
No, just oh, pop I'm by and done. say hi to you. Tell him, tell him we sent you. Pop by and say hi. He's a great guy and he's got a really successful business. I wish him, I wish him well in the future. Yeah, and if you so if you can head down to fourteen fifty one Hornby, that's their address. Pop in, say hello, stay socially distant, wear a mask, do all that fun stuff for this year. And then Dave, you said it's at the uh, the BC liquor stores as well, right? Yeah, you go to any liquor store and it's it's listed there. It's on the shelves. You can take it home with you. Yeah. And Graham, what was your favorite? You seem like the the genius in this. I'd situation. go with the London Dry Gin. Can't the lose. London, the London Dry Gin. So yep. head down, pick that up, get your uh, do some rewinds, listen to uh, Graham's recipe, and you'll be all set for Christmas. So thanks very much for listening again, and we'll see you uh, next time on Vancouver Places, where we tell you fun, interesting stories about Vancouver that you must not miss.